Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. Roseanne Cahill is on a mission to support women all over Ireland who may be experiencing upheaval through the perimenopause and menopause. She has a background in counselling, but more recently she transitioned into holistic care, specialising in endocrine reflexology for hormonal rebalancing and anxiety. And she's in studio here with me, and it's nice to meet you again, Roseanne. Good morning. Thanks, Alan. Thanks for having me on. So we're going to look at menopause, and we're going to look at it from two angles. And of course, if anyone has any questions, you can text or WhatsApp us on 0873737956 or give Jonathan a call on 053-914-5222. So today you want to look at it from the mental health aspect and also from the point of view of partners helping their own partners go through this transition. So where do we start then? How, how does menopause uh, specifically uh, impact mental health? So I would say, Alan, it, it starts with perimenopause initially. And, you know, we're, we... I'll talk from my own personal experience because that might resonate with the listeners then with their own experiences. Mm -hmm. So my personal experience through mental health felt like I was withdrawing from life. Um, That my my thoughts, my mental health, my awareness, um, my ability, you know, to to perform in work as a mother, as a partner, I felt that I was being hijacked. My, you know, my my physical, mental, emotional health was being hijacked, and I didn't know what was going on. Okay. Um, that kind of spiraled. You know, we're we're all very, as women, we're very familiar, and and partners, of course, um, with the the menstrual cycle. You know, we have a couple of off days. That then, for me, escalated, and it escalated from the point of view that where I would have had perhaps you know, one or two blippy days within the month, Mm. that became to almost three weeks of the month. Wow. Yeah. And then, you know, you would go through your menstrual cycle and you would start to feel somewhat normal Mm. and recognise that, wow, okay, so that was just that. And then that becomes habitual. We just become familiar with it. And the more familiar it was for me, I still didn't know. I thought this was a normal part of of, of um, women's health. I had no education on it at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it took me to a place, after experiencing an awful lot in my own life, personally, this took me to a place where I didn't think that I could come out of it. Right. That's how, that's how it impacted my mental health. Are there any specific mental health conditions, do you think, that are, are symptoms that are closely linked to menopause? Um, and how do they manifest themselves? So anxiety, was, I suppose, would be the first kickoff. Mm-hmm. You know, for, for women that may have never experienced anxiety in their life and suddenly they start to experience it and they don't recognise, what is this? What is this that's happening to me? Anxiety is fear of what might happen, isn't it? Well, basically, yeah. Yeah. So anxiety is fear of, you know, so you could have social anxiety. So Mm -hmm. I developed social anxiety. It was one of those symptoms whereby I would literally get up, go to work, function. I would function in a robotic manner, if that makes sense. And, um, but to go out and to be out in public or to be doing something like this even, absolutely categorically no way would I have been able to do it. Mm-hmm. 
The strategies then or the interventions for managing or alleviating mental health. So, so what, 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 do you, what tools did you use to help you cope? You've, ex- you've explained now what you've been through. Yeah. How did you address it? So I ended up going back going back to my GP because I was at, I was at a stage of, you know, fearful stage, to be honest with you. Um, I, was, I was given anti-anxiety, anti-depression tablets, which at the time served their purpose for me. Mm-hmm. Um, although, had I known or had I had, I had if I had, had have had the ability to, you know, educate myself around that, I may not have went down that route. But that being said, I, 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 I did choose that. Um, I'm now off of them. Um, and I have been for a while. So my strategy was like, OK, so I could have stayed in victim mode. I could have stayed in, in, in what we call, I don't like u- using the word suffering, um, but I chose not to. Right. I, chose and it took a lot you chose to think positive well i yeah i i chose to educate myself okay and through that education then you know um i transitioned you know and developed different strategies for me i think the lifesaver for me initially was sea swimming believe it or not really yeah really yeah yeah and a couple of years ago i started doing that and i still do it um Again, it's all to do with the parasympathetic central nervous system um, and cold water immersion can support that. And then other strategies like talking to myself in a respectful way, because as women and men, um, we can be we can be so hard on ourselves. So I had to turn my internal dialogue into positivity, as in rather than speak to myself negatively I had to say to myself Roseanne would you speak to another individual on this planet the way you speak to yourself and I absolutely wouldn't absolutely not so I had to say to myself right you need to have some more self acceptance and it took a lot of work Alan I can tell you how did you how did you overcome Um, I a couple of strategies I, I I journal now, journaling for some people might sound, no, I can't do that. Yeah, well, you know what? It's just writing down your thoughts. Okay. Um, I journal. I went back into exercise, which was something that I had become completely completely inaliated to because I didn't have the energy. Mm. I was, you know, you, you just don't have the energy. It t- now, it do- this doesn't happen overnight. So you... You have to be mindful. It takes, you know, we're transitioning through perimenopause into menopause and it takes a few years for that to happen, up to 10, 12 years for some. Um, So then you have to look at it and, you know, life is turned upside down a little bit. Um, So you have to reevaluate the importance of your own self-care. Okay, I want you to, to, to draw a breath. I'm going to stick with you up till 11 on this because I want to talk about the whole area of partners and yes. what they need to do as well. But uh-huh. I want you to think about this question before we take the commercial break. Listeners just messaged me. Uh, I gave up a job I absolutely loved mm. because of the menopause. I felt I couldn't cope. I had no energy, felt very down, not at all the person I had been, lost my confidence and basically lost myself and I feel I'll never be the same again. So can you just think a response to that and we'll, we'll get your response yeah. in 
just a second. To, to take us up to level, we still have in studio with us Roseanne Cahill, who's on a mission to support women all over Ireland going through the menopause. I just mentioned to you before the break there uh, a text, a powerful text that came in two or three times to me, really. So this listener obviously would like some advice from me, Roseanne. Uh, she lost all confidence, basically lost herself, she says, and feels never will be the same again. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I, I, she, th- that lady said that she has she had given up a job that she loved. Yeah. So this is the point again about you know support in the workplace and guidelines to help both women and men understand what happens through perimenopause. Um, and this feeling, I would I could imagine that this lady was feeling that you know imposter syndrome had set in that she... Imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome. So what we do automatically and what we're very good at within our careers, within our jobs, suddenly becomes as if we don't, we feel we don't have the ability to perform. Hmm. Um, I can, I can relate to this lady because for me, I couldn't, I, I physically, I couldn't make decisions. I was constantly looking for approval or is it the right decision? Am I doing the right thing? Should I be doing this? Am I capable of working in this job? These were the questions I would have asked myself. Um, I was very lucky. I, I was, you know, I had a supportive um, employer at the time that understood, and he was a man actually, which was even better. Um, but for a lot of women, they they don't know. They can't approach their employ employers and say, this is what's happening. Yeah. Because there's a sense of shame as well. Really? Yeah. yeah. And there's a sense of, you know, the lack of ability and then the energy levels, you know, the fatigue, the just not being able to physically do what you used to be able to do. And then on top of that, you don't know what it is. Yeah. What advice do you give to this listener? Um. I'd love to, um, I would love to have a conversation with her because yeah. there is, um, there is a way forward and my, my phone number is all over social media um, and please feel free to reach out. And what is your, you have, you have your own Facebook page, have you? I do, yeah. yeah what's it called? The Menopause Coach and Araya Reflexology. Right, so maybe yeah. maybe uh, if this listener would like to just contact absolutely. you privately. Absolutely, yeah, We'll talk to her. I've had women phoning me from all over the country and mm. just for chats. And it, even just to have a chat and have a conversation and recognise that this is yeah. normal through your transition. However, it's about our mindsets then and what we do and the tools that we put in place yeah. to support that. So, you know, we, we flow into the, the second half of our lives. Can you can you give? I just want to have a few minutes left, and then I'm, I'm going to invite you back sooner rather okay. than later because I want to look at the whole area of HRT. Absolutely. And we don't have the time in this time frame uh-huh. to look at it, but it's something that we look at very soon over the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, but some self care practices that people listening to you this morning can apply, like that listener that I've just read out yeah. that detail message. So basically, you know, rather than pushing ourselves constantly, mm-hmm. sit with ourselves understand our feelings, understand what's going on, share with our partners um, and 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 a little bit of self-care, whatever that might look like for an individual. For me, it was sea swimming initially and this is all free. You know, you can go to sea, you know, find a therapist 
that you can work with. Again, yeah. you know, the reflexology for the endocrine system is hugely beneficial. So if there's somebody in your area that perhaps does reflexology, have the conversation yeah. with them. Right. Um, yeah. And just be kind to yourself. Okay, I, I'm going to have to change tack a little bit mm-hmm. because uh, maybe we'll get you back within next week or of so course. to talk about support of the partners because I have some comments from listeners. Sure. That I, I'm looking at the clock and I'd like to get these questions to you. Yeah. 55-year-old listener had a marina call when she was younger, monthly disappeared, never really had menopausal symptoms, but the aches and pains in her body are terrible. Uh, are they connected? Yes, That's they the are. the answer to that. Yeah, yeah and we could... We could delve deep into this one now but so progesterone is what's in the marina coil so that supports the womb and and um yeah. You know, you still have that hormone. Whereas you're declining in oestrogen. So that then would add to the aches and pains. Again, for that listener, if they want to touch base, give me a call. Yeah. Please feel free. Sinead is from Gory. She said what you said about being hijacked and withdrawing resonates so much with her. She doesn't have many other symptoms, but this one in particular is absolutely soul-destroying as it can last two to three weeks, maybe longer. Mm. What do you recommend? Now, you've, you've already... So we're, re- we're revisiting something you I, said, but yeah. just in case... Uh, Roseanne or Sinead didn't hear this again yeah. to touch base with that is just to note your symptoms you know um, follow your pattern and then again rather than pushing through it um, because that's what we do we become automatic and we get up and go you know look at your own self care what can you do for yourself and yeah. what can if you're in a relationship what can you do, do as a couple to try and alleviate um the impact of the symptoms. Uh, next uh, caller says, um, I'm in a job that I love and there are days when I have zero energy, uh, confidence and the inner dialogue going on in my head mm. is just awful. Yeah. And again, I'm asking you to, to what, you, you've talked about this. Yeah. What did you, just remind us what you did. So really, you know, I got to a stage where I was on, where, where, where I was on my knees. I had to reevaluate absolutely everything in my life. And when I say I'm glad to be here, I, I really mean that. So I can understand where that lady is coming from, from the point of view of a job she loves. Have you spoken or shared it with your employer? Is there any guidelines in place, you know, for... Um, and I don't mean policies, I just mean guidelines where employers... You can approach your employer and say, this is what's happening. And in your case, it was a male employer. Yes, it was. And and he understood. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. But then I had, you know, I had a a good working relationship. Mm -hmm. But um, I did step back from my job. Um, I was managing an organization, a, a part of an organization. But I stepped back from that and because I had to, I had to reevaluate where I was at. Well, you've certainly struck a chord here. We will podcast this straight mm. after 12, but we're going to invite you back within the next week or two to look at the, the uh, support of, of a partner yeah. and also to look at the whole area of, of HRT. But I, I'll just let you summarise. Um, yeah, again, two very important topics. Um, you know, what, what you can do to support your transition. But again, extremely important, the partner, you know, your husband seeing, potentially seeing they're losing you yeah and then again because women can be so hard on themselves men don't men feel that it's something that they have done that they've done something wrong and all they want to do the majority of them is support their partner if their wife or partner can't communicate what's really going on for them because they don't know themselves 
it just leaves it, it leaves a massive gap. And that then can have a huge impact on the relationship, on the marriage, on on a lot of things, you know. And I think it is important that um, that it, it is addressed because... Yeah. Um, and we're going to focus on that when yeah. you come back to me. Perfect, Alan, yeah. Thank you so much. Great. Just remind people how they can access you again. Cause pe- so, yeah, you can get me on Messenger through Facebook, The Menopause Coach, um, Araya Reflexology. Um, and my phone number is on that, so please feel free to text or give a call. Not yeah. at four o'clock in the morning, of course, but... <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Roseanne. It's been You're quite welcome. a hectic first hour of the morning mix, yeah. and we've lots more to talk in uh, part two of the morning mix, but above all, if you would like to contact us, 53 talk to you soon. Thank you, Alan. Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views.